What's up, New York? What's up, New York? You're here with Kylie Pax, Australia's emotional eating coach. We are here in gorgeous sunny Kylie Pax. Kylie Pax. I am so excited to be here in Dallas. You're here with Kylie Pax, Australia's emotional eating coach. It's Kylie Pax. This week's episode of Ditch the Diet podcast is proudly brought to you by Ditch the Diet Online Bootcamp, my six-week course that I am so proud to share with you. Registration is now open. This course has changed the lives of thousands of women around the globe. It is my five foundational steps for breaking free from emotional eating, taking control of your relationship with your body and food for life. Head to my website, kyliepax.com forward slash bootcamp to find out more. So this is what we're doing today. We are rounding out our week and we're having like a mini Smackdown reality check. So Smackdown reality check this morning. So I'm super pumped to be with you. As you're joining me here live, let me know, throw me a like and let me know that you're here. Throw me an emoji in the comments box because today we are chatting very quickly about the fact that your feelings are feedback, but they are not an excuse. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Your feelings are feedback, but they are not an excuse, right? Thank you. We are the creators of our own experience. We are the only ones who say what happens, when it happens, how long it happens for, right? I woke up this morning and let me tell you something. I was exhausted. I was exhausted. And I don't know why this sort of happens to me. It tends to happen Fridays. Fridays, right? You get towards the end of the week. You're all vibing and pumped at the start of the week. It's all happening. And by Friday, you're kind of like, all right, I'm ready to sleep in, maybe even just a little. I personally, I get up at 4.45 every day. It's just a, a mindset that I've set for myself. Um, it's a discipline that I've set for myself. And, you know, does do I wake up at 4.45 like, ding, can't wait? Sometimes, sometimes. But a lot of the time, it's like, ding, and OMG, is it really that time already? And I'm like, all right, I had the decision to make. I had the decision to make. And my feelings were saying to me, just stay here in bed. And I'm like, oh, feelings are feedback, not an excuse. I dragged my butt out of bed. I made it down, you know, where I was going to get ready to work out. And then I'm like, so tired. I've gone, I'm so tired, right? And I sat down for a second. I thought, oh, I've got a choice here to make. I can either scoot on back to bed at this point. Or I can decide to listen to my feelings and honor them because they're giving me some feedback, but they're not an excuse. They're not a reason to go, you know, skip the workout altogether, sleep until midday. Feelings are feedback. They're not an excuse because this is the drill, right? We use our feelings as an excuse. We totally skip the feedback part. We shimmy on by that and we use them as an excuse well, I've had such a hard day and I'm just so tired and oh, I'm just going to eat, right? Or had a fight with my partner, had some, you know, something I did not like today and oh, the worst day at work, I'm just going to eat, right? Feelings are giving you feedback. They're letting you know where you are on your path of progress. They're letting you know where you are on your path of progress to where you want to be. They're giving you feedback. Are you on the course or off the course? Are you spot on point or are you, you know, scooting across to the side a little? They're only giving you feedback. But what we do is we take those feelings, coat them in chocolate and use them as an excuse. I just can't work out this morning. I'm just too tired. 
too tired. Who cares anyway? It's Friday, right? I'll start again on Monday. How tempting is it? It's Friday. You're exhausted. The best, the mantra of all fad dieters around the world is once you reach Friday, nobody's putting in any, you know, rock star efforts on Friday. If we work out, we do the bare minimum because we're already thinking, oh, I'm just so tired now. I don't really care today. I'm going to eat. I've got that thing on the weekend anyway, and there's going to be so much food there. I'll start again on Monday. Starting again, I just, if you've ever, ever followed me for a length of time, you will hear me say, you cannot start your life again. It started the day you were born. It's been going ever since. There is no pause button. There is no way to delay things, right? It is scooting on by. And if you're not paying attention, if you're not getting involved, you are missing it missing it and this is not something you get to rewind and watch again don't miss your own life yes listen to the feelings yes read the feedback but don't interpret them as an excuse to weasel your way around the situation and get you know get things the way you think you want them to be right yeah we just wrap it up in chocolate and go uh uh I'll start, I'm too busy this week, I'm too stressed this week, there's too much going on this week, I've got too much to think about, too much to concentrate on, I've got all this stuff has to be done, right? Yes, she says, yes. Yeah, and so we wrap it up. The feelings are there giving us feedback. The feelings are saying, yes, you're stressed, yes, you've got a lot going on, you need to pay attention and and take care of yourself this week because there's all this stuff going on. And we go, oh, there's all this stuff going on and I have time to pay attention and take care of myself, so I'll start that next week. All this stuff in your life comes first, taking care of yourself and paying attention to yourself and being kind and nice to yourself. Some reason we press the pause button on that and that has to wait for another time. (laughs) It doesn't work because tell me, next Monday will come and this is what we all do. We all do. I'll start again on Monday. I'll just get it right on Monday. It's going to be easier for sure next Monday. Maybe it will be. But more than likely, it won't. More than likely, it won't. It's going to be the same story, right? Thank you for the love. Yeah, it's going to be the same story again next week. It's just going to be wrapped up in a different package, a different outfit, and trotting across the stage of your life wearing a different costume. Same stuff, different costume. We keep rolling out the excuses. But here's what I want you to get today as we round out our week. This is what I want you to understand. You are the creator of your experience. Yeah. We know that, right? We know that. We get it. Law of attraction, yada, yada. We all get it, right? It's fabulous. You're the creator of your own experience. What we forget is that by default, you are then also the one who experiences what you create. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Not only are you the creator of the things you experience in your life, the disharmony in your body, the distrust in yourself, the disappointment in yourself, you after you create those things by not sticking to the plan that you know you want to stick to, you then have to live with what you've created. Pause for emphasis. After you create the situation, you've created it. After you create it, you have to sit and wallow in what you've created. So this is what we need to really, really get as we sort of round out our week this week and head on into a new one next week. We are scooting on by. Start to think, what have you created for yourself this year and how much have you really loved the things that you've created? If you have created stress and drama and put off your own happiness time and time again, I really want to emphasize this to you today. Yes, you are the creator of your own experience. 
experience. You draw the things into your world that you're experiencing. So we need to get smart, savvy, and switched on. What are you creating? Because you have to live and sit and wallow in the creation that you have experienced. So this is what it's all about. It is really about understanding that you always are in the place of power and you have a choice. Like, I don't want you to sit there now and just go, oh my God, like, look at what I've created. It's hideous. It sucks, right? No. At any point in time, once you've got the contrast and you can look around you and go, this is not working for me. Me putting my life on hold, me telling myself stories about I'm going to start again on Monday. It's going to be much easier next week. It'll be fabulous next time. I'll get it right next time. I wanted you to, I really want you to get that by looking around you and seeing, okay, I'm not a huge fan of the way I've been living and conducting my life and the things I've been experiencing thus far. You now have the place of power. You're standing in the position of power at any time. With that contrast, you get to make a brand new choice. And this is so true. You hear me talk about very frequently the five Ps, the five Ps of preparation. Prior preparation prevents poor performance, people. I've added a six P there. Prior preparation prevents poor performance. When you know you've got to get jiggy with it tomorrow, it's going to be busy, it's all happening, and you know you've got a stressful day or week coming up, use the five Ps. Prior preparation prevents poor performance and really commit to it. I do this all the time, I especially my breakfast, number one. Like that is good to go the night before. I have it all done. For those of you who know me, I'm like cheer pudding fan of the universe. I've been having that for breakfast consistently for ages now, and I just never tire of it. In fact, it's my favorite meal of the day. So for me, it's very simple, right? When we're talking about the five Ps, I have got my little, like, um, you know, containers, my little decor containers, like, and it's all in there. I've got the things that I put in my chia pudding, nuts, you know, seeds, berries, whatever is going on, the coconut, whatever is happening, right? And then I just throw it in a bowl the next day, throw on the coconut milk, and it's done, right? You add your coconut yogurt, whatever it is you want to put, honey, whatever you're going to put on there, granola, right? It's fabulous. The point is, if I had to think every morning or, you know, oh, I've got to make something and I, I really would like porridge, but I don't have time for that, then you end up grabbing something on the go as you scoot your butt out the door. And you know, you know, that is never going to end well. Because for, for me, before I got savvy with the five Ps, that always, always was donuts. Always, always. Like if I'm ever going to have a weak spot, it's going to be donuts. I swear, like I just think I was born with a donut in my mouth or something. I just love them. That is my thing. You know, we all have a thing, you know, as emotional eaters, like we can talk. It's like, what's your thing? Oh, my thing is savory foods. What's your thing? Oh, you know, salsa, chips, pizza. It's like, oh, no, for me. Don't even come close to me with a donut because I'm really going to have to think about it. Like, ugh. I know I don't want it, but oh my gosh, it looks so good. So this is what we're talking about, being the creator. If you're just joining me live here now, we are talking about as we wrap up our week. Wrap up our week. We are talking about being the creator of your own experience. And yes, we know it. But the second half to the story that we don't give any consideration to is that not only are we the creator of our experience, we are the experiencer, experiencer of our experience. We create it, then we got to live with it. So we do need to get smart, savvy and switched on and decide, am I happy? Am I really loving what I'm creating? Am I creating a world where, you know, everything is getting bigger and more beautiful or smaller and sucky? Am I becoming more of myself or am I becoming less? Am I moving for myself and working for myself or against myself, right? So this is the drill, right? You really must decide at some point, 
The power that you have to create your experience, we need to decide how we're going to direct it and how we're going to use it because it is yours to use. It is yours to direct and you will be the only one experiencing it. So from that point of view alone, you are totally entitled to be very selfish about how you create, where you direct your energy, what you're going to direct your focus on and what thoughts you think. If there's ever a time to be extremely selfish, this is what it is about. Be very selfish about the thoughts that you're going to think and the things that you're going to allow into your world. Sitting there wallowing, yes, yes, she goes, yes, we do. Sitting there wallowing in thoughts of self-pity are only going to bring you more hideous situations to feel bad about yourself. Walking past every single shop window that you see and like checking out your reflection and going, oh my God, like OMG, got to get rid of this butt, got to get rid of this back fat, got to get rid of the muffin top is only going to make you feel more miserable. Is that you using your power in a self-empowering way or is that you using your power to squash yourself down, feel bad about yourself? Like, And then you walk past the you know news agent, you'd be looking at those magazine covers, you're like, God, why does she look like that and not me? Why do they look like that and not me? I know that girl that I see across the street. She hardly works out at all. Why has she got that body? I try so hard and I don't. Are those empowering thoughts? Are those going to create a world and a universe and an experience for you that you actually want to live in? Or is that going to send you to the donut shop? Because that's what I would do. That's how I used to live. I used to look at those girls that are naturally thin who, you know, let's be real. We all love to hate. We all love to hate those girls. The ones that don't do exercise, they don't do a thing, and they just prance around, they got the body of a goddess. And I'll be like, I do not even know what was why? What happened to did I do something wrong to the genetic gene pool gods in the sky? Why was I not blessed with that? <laughs> you can spend your life asking those questions, or you can just get on with the fact that you've got what you've got. And it's yours. And you have a choice and a decision every every single day to make about how you're going to treat it, how you're going to use it, how you're going to love it, or how you're going to hate it. The choice is always yours. The power is always yours. You are always creating your own experience and your own reality, and you are the only one that has to live with it. Nobody else cares. Nobody else cares what you're thinking about up here, how much you hate yourself, what it doesn't impact other people unless you're like me and you make yourself so miserable that you start like sniping at other people. That's what I used to do. I used to hate myself so much that I then hated everybody around me as well. And everybody was just an annoyance to me because I hated myself so deeply. Couldn't stand myself that I then just couldn't stand anybody else. When you get tired, eventually you get so tired of channeling all your self-hate inwards that you can't stand that pain anymore and you start generating it and pushing it outwards. And then you just start sniping and get mad at everybody around you. They just open their mouth and you're like snapping and biting their head off because you're so displeased and dissatisfied and upset with yourself that you can't stand it anymore. So now you're like, you know, picking fights with other people. Thank you so much for spending time with me this week. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. And as always, remember, the only person who has the power to change your life is you. And the very best part, you've already got what it takes. I am sending you so much love. Until next time, bye for now.